This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1069 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is an interview that Glenn the Geek did with Cavallo Horse and Rider CEO Greg Giles at Ada. They chat a little bit about how hoof boots got started, why they're really cool, and where they are today. Well, we're very excited to welcome a new sponsor to the show and somebody I'm very excited about because we use their products, and that's Cavallo Horse and Rider Gear. And, of course, the Cavallo boots are what we're going to be talking about today. And I have Greg, who's the CEO of the company, and we're sitting here together at the American Equestrian Trade Association. Hi, Greg. How are you doing, Glenn? Good. And, of course, everybody's going to love your accent. <laughs> Where are you from originally? Um, I'm an Aussie. I'm from Down Under. And what part of Aussie land? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne? Okay, Melbourne, yeah. cool. Very well, good. actually, Geelong, which is about 40 miles south of Melbourne. Okay, that sounds like a place that's really rural. Uh, not really. It's, no? it's a little bit rural. It's a home to the mighty Geelong Football Club, the Geelong Cats. Okay. <laughs> so you've got Super Bowl Day today, and uh, the Cats are in the Aussie Rules Footy League down there in Australia. Now, is that uh, horse country where you are? Uh, not really. No. We're a little bit away from it down there. Yeah. So, Cavallo, uh, let's talk about that, and we're excited to have you guys on board. And what we're talking about here is horse boots. And, you know, our, we use horse boots. We, we go barefoot on both of our horses. I have a driving pony, and we have a trail horse. And we've gone barefoot for years. And I, I think that, you know, you're probably seeing the horse boots become more and more popular as more and more people are going barefoot. Yeah, look, that's for sure, Glenn. And this whole, I started in, the, in this horse, hoof boot um, business in 2001. And uh, I was <clears throat> presented or introduced to a boot back then called the old Mac boot. And back then, I didn't know really very little about horses. And um, so we introduced the boot. I'd done it with a farrier from Australia, a guy by the name of David McDonald. And the boot was sort of well-received, but uh, it was a little bit before its time, I think it's true to say. And But what I did learn from old Max is that over a period of time, I had that, I owned it for six years, and that uh, the, the pleasure recreational rider was really the core customer for wanting to go barefoot and booted. So I then, actually, I partnered up with uh, Carol, Carol Herder, who was the president of Cavallo, and they were our North American distributors for Old Max. And what I actually done is I sold Old Max, and uh, Carol and I got together in life and business. She's now my wife. I didn't and, know that, yeah, actually. And we developed the uh, Cavallo range of hoof boots. So what we'd so learned... So she liked Aussie accents, too. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Apparently the women like it. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm told. <laughs> Uh, it's, only, it's only important for me that one woman likes it, and that's, <laughs> that's Carol. Right. That's right. She's going to listen to this. Good you said that. <laughs> so now these, so Cavella was born, and the lines of boots, and they've changed a little bit since you started, too. Yeah, look, yeah. they have. We've actually kept, our, what we really identified with back in 2005, 2006, when Carol and I did get together commercially to develop the Cavella range of boots, was that our core customer was the recreational pleasure rider. We called her Jennifer. Jennifer is a 35... Which is my wife's name, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so Jennifer is 35 plus, and uh, she loves... I should be happy that you put her at 35, actually. <laughs> she loves a horse. And, uh, and really, with, it's, I think it's, all, it's, it's connected with this whole holistic living 
that uh, we're all looking at today. Everybody's more conscious of what they eat and their diets and, and their exercise programs. And, and there's a lot more information out there today. And, and having said that, I think that it's, it's, it's because of the popularity of just the, we call it the barefoot movement that it has got a lot of space in with places like yourself and throughout the media in general. And anyway, so what Jennifer now is able to get the information out there, and certainly the internet has made it way more accessible for her. We used to get on the road and do clinics at, at tax shops really all across North America. And I'm talking back in, in the year 2001 and two when we started Old Max, and we would honestly get two and three people turning up at the clinics. And But Carol wasn't disheartened. She was a lady on a mission, and, and it's a passion of hers to just try to educate as many Jennifers as she can about the benefits of being barefoot. And and when they understand the benefits of being barefoot, and really what we're doing too is that there's been 1,500 years of tradition of nailing on metal shoes. Right. So in fairness to Jennifer, and, and you know, the saying goes, you don't know what you don't know. And, and most Jennifers, they've just got into the horse market, whichever way they did, either as a teenager or as Carol did as an adult. And, you know, what they're first told is, like, you know, and you, get, you get a farrier and the farrier comes every six weeks and he shoes your horse and he gives you a bill for 100 bucks or 120 bucks, and your husband pays it. So that's how it normally goes. And that's what they've all done. I had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, there, there is an alternative. And what hoof boots are is, you know, hoof boots are a genuine alternative to metal shoes. And whilst we do say they are applicable to all disciplines, by far... The biggest user of the boots, and we now know this worldwide, we're proud to really say that we're in 29 countries around the world. We're selling tens of thousands of pairs of boots a year all around the world. Uh, last year in the US, uh, we had a 48% growth in the US. And, and is know, it still your biggest market, trail riders? Yes, yes, yeah. yes it is. And, and look, you know, we've got some other disciplines. Like my, my wife, Carol, she barrel races, but she barrels barefoot, but rides out on the trails with the booties right. on. Now, Carol was the first barefoot barrel racer on the Canadian circuit in 2001. And when she did turn up, at a, she had 12 months off when, when she decided to go barefoot. She had pulled the metal shoes without the support of a farrier, I might add. So she had to educate herself on all of that. And uh, then when she came back on the circuit, we tell a funny story that when she turned up to her first meeting barefoot, after having been away for 12 months, and all the girls looked at her and said, welcome back, Carol. They were so pleased to see her. But then they looked down, and they seen that the horse was barefoot. And they said, oh, Carol, you've obviously fallen on hard times. So we'll have a whip around, and we'll get the farrier over there to put the metal shoes on your horse before you go out and race. And she said, don't worry about it. So she went out and raced barefoot and uh, shaved 1.4 seconds off of her previous best time. And she's convinced to this day that it's because that hoof was natural, it was functioning like God created a real unique apparatus in that hoof. And all we've really got to do is think about the wild horses here in the, in the United States, the Mustangs, and they're running around without any metal shoes on their feet. And whilst we know we've domesticated the horse, and some people say you can't compare the wild horse to the domesticated horse, is that we, we accept that to a degree, but there's things that we can do and it is it's not just simple pull the metal shoes off and go barefoot and booted it is about diet it is about terrain it is about movement so there are lots of factors that well, need to be taken into consideration and you know we do a very popular endurance episode once a month on horses in the morning and a lot and she a lot of those people use boots the endurance riders a lot of them don't use shoes they use boots and they're riding 100 miles in a day exactly over yeah. all kinds of terrain and let's talk about that okay so the boots are you you put them on the horse's uh, feet 
And like in my case, I'm going out driving, and I might be off-road, or I might be on macadam, and either way, they worked ter- terrific. I got traction, so they're really good for multiple terrains. Yeah, they they, they are, Glenn, and, and that was, you know, when we were designing the boots, you know, it was taken into consideration that we looked at all of those issues, and Jennifer wants to go from the paddock or the pasture, wherever she lives on the ranch, and they want to ride out, so they want to start out on the road, and then they go up to the mountains, and they're over gravel and stones. They want to ride through creek beds. They want to go over big stones, little stones. Mud. So mud, in and out of mud. I mean, the unique thing about the Cavallo boots, just mentioning that, is that we are the only hoof boot in the world that has built-in side drainage slots so that the water can drain in and out. And the other important thing is so that air can also circulate because some other boots get sucked off in the mud and the yeah. bogs. And you hear all these stories yeah, of people we do say that. <laughs> yes, I lost the boot happen, and I can't actually. find it and all of that. <laughs> so it won't happen with the Cavallo boots. We can guarantee everybody that Cavallo boots don't come off. And the catch cry that, again, just referring back to Jennifer, what Jennifer told us when we were developing the Cavallo Jennifer, Ranger the boots. Jennifer, the generic rider. Jennifer, the generic rider. She said, I just want a hoof boot that is simple to get on that stays on through well, all terrain and simple to get off. That is a good point because some of the boots are, the, your competition boots, are difficult to put on, to say the least. You cannot do it with your hands. You know, you need a tool. And that's one of the things I like about the Cavellas is you, can, you don't need a tool. There's no tools. It's all Velcro. And, and, and we were very conscious of that. And you're right about the competitor boots, and we we're aware of that. And, and they, you know, they've been around for a lot of years, 40-odd years, is some of these competitor boots. And they've got cables and clamps and that. Yep. And, and Jennifer, whilst she might struggle to get it on, and she might be able to get it on, but she sure as hell can't get it off. So now, uh, so there, you, can use, you can ride in the boots on all terrains, and we've determined yes. that. Um, how about fit? How do you fit these things? Now, we... Di- uh, well, what we did is we went to your website, which I think is the best way, and you really do give a step-by-step on there. Yeah, we do. Look, we got a real lot of information on our website, not just information on boots and how to size and fit, but we've got a library there of some fantastic educational content there, and it's not just us. It's not Carol and myself talking about it, and we obviously own the company, but Carol's a lady on a mission, and she's got a passion to help get as many barefoot horses as she can all around the world, and we just know that in their, in their living environment, out in their pastoral paddock, for sure they can all be barefoot. But when we put them under saddle and we want to take them out of their living environment, they need some protection. And that's where the booties come in. But the very important thing, and when you hear about all these stories about they've lost boots out on the trail and that, the one of the biggest reasons for people losing boots is the boots are the wrong size. So the measuring and sizing of the hoof is, is really critical. And it's no different to your own boots. So you want the right size boot, particularly when you're going riding over various terrains and, and for long distance. Could be one, two, three, four, five, six hours. So we have a little video there, measuring and sizing video. So we've got to measure the hoof correctly. You don't measure in the heel bulb. So we measure from the back of the weight-bearing wall, from the buttress point to the toe. So we get the length of the hoof, and that really determines what size boot you use. Well, we have seven sizes. It's so funny. When, uh, when we measured here last week for our, our horses and she got out the duct tape, I said, what are we doing with the duct tape? But then I figured out what she was doing with the duct tape as the guide, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So she had watched the video, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. So it's, look, sizing is important. And I'm going to say it, Glenn, certainly with our boots, but with everybody's boots, not just ours, but all of our competitors' boots, is that the sizing is critical. So we've got to make sure that we get the right size so that we want to be assured now, that then the boot doesn't come off. Now, what about, and I always had this question, what about, Okay, I just had my horse's uh, uh, feet trimmed, 
and now it's going to be six weeks till I do it again, right? Okay, the farrier comes back. Um, will the boot fit now and in six weeks? What's the story? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and that's a good question, Glenn, and that is a question that we get asked regularly, and we took that into consideration when we designed the boots, that not only do we have an allowance for the hoof to function as it's meant to, and the natural hoof function, it expands when it hits the ground and it contracts when it lifts up, and that was what promotes the blood circulation and pumps the blood throughout the hoof capsule and gives us a healthy hoof. So our design boot allows for that to happen and also it allows for that natural hoof growth for that six, seven week cycle that the hooves are growing. So our tongue is what we call an adjustable tongue. So as the hoof grows over that growth cycle period, the tongue just goes up against the hoof wall. So it is adjustable. So that's what helps in that whole process. Very good. And what's the website? www.cavallo-inc that's inc.com well and also welcome to the horse radio network family of sponsors thanks glenn and we're delighted to be with you well there you go you can find links to today's guests products or topics at horsetipdaily.com the horse radio network and the horse radio network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on horse tip daily Thank you.